I'll be honest with you, rodeo season is about to kick off, and I am not a rodeo guy, uh, but I do like good cowboy boots. And Tacovas, well, they're all about rodeos, but you know what else they're about? Rock and roll. My best friend is a rock and roller. He's a guitarist. He wears these boots. It's awesome. Tacovas believes in Western for all, and you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. Offer to boot shine and drinks, yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that'll make your boots truly one of a kind. Look up your closest store on Tacovas.com. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. And Point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use the code TRUCKS at checkout. That's T-R-U-C-K-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter the code TRUCKS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. Only at Tacovas.com. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to a very special edition of TFL Talking Trucks podcast. Yes, now normally we do not go into dealership lots and walk around as we do our podcast, but that's exactly what we're doing today. Yeah, so why are we here? We're here because we wanted to give you a real world perspective of what's happening on the ground with pickup truck inventories, pricing, what's popular, what's not popular, and some of the topics, some of the trends in the business. So why are we here at this particular one? Well, uh, we're friends with uh, Johnson Auto Plaza. I mean, mm -hmm. we've uh, bought several vehicles here over the years and sold several vehicles here over the years. Um, so we're starting here at the Ram section. So let, let's kind of move over, move over this way just for a second. And we'll also show you guys Chevrolet, GMC, a little bit of Jeep. Yep. Uh, and also Ford. So, uh, and. Basically, we're here because this is kind of fun, dude. Uh, we, we get to see a lot of trucks in a very short period of time. I was hoping you could see my breath. For those of you who are listening, I just blew out a lot of steam. That's because it's really cold. So we're doing this for you. Yes. And we're not going to try to sell you a vehicle. What can I do, Andre, to get you into a car today? Well, nothing. <laughs> but uh, can you read... Uh, people who we're doing this for, because That's right. recently a lot of you supported us at patreon.com slash TFLcar. Yep. So who are these folks recently? Okay, so let's start with a name we've already heard before, and that's uh, Kyle Abernathy. Okay. Um, and then there's Charles Overbeck. Thanks, Charles. Um, Kanwar Singh, Mike Adams, and Edward Cloninger. There you go, thank you guys for supporting us. Of course, you don't have to support us, but we really appreciate it. We do indeed. So. We also, uh, just a little bit ago, had a long conversation uh, with the guys who run this place because we want to be as well-educated as possible, and we're not going to do this doomsday video, right? No, no, we're um, not going to say, you know, inventory is on fire. You guys <laughs> missed out. Every car is sold or every car cannot be sold. Now, there are a lot of things that are happening, though, right now in the industry, and it comes down to what's happening on these car lots and it happens to you, the consumer. So what we want to do is we want to talk about some of the pricing, some of the changes, what's recently happened and what is going to happen. And this is also recovery, right? Because COVID, of course, the pandemic uh, killed inventories. I mean, the factories were idled 
idled for many, many months at, at times, and it was difficult to have an inventory. But now we're back, dude. Well, well, just when things were coming back, then of course the whole strike happened. <laughs> that slowed things down. Chip issues as well, uh, component issues. But it looks like most of the things are starting to move again. However, there are a lot of points that we want to bring out about that. All right, so let's kind of just even show just small glimpse we were just standing to next to like four or five Ram 1500 trucks. And of course, these are the last of the current iteration of the Ram 1500 because the 2025 Ram 1500 is on its way very, very soon. In fact, they're supposed to start production, according to some reports, in the first week of February for the new Rams. Uh, but still, uh, the current generation Rams are here in huge numbers. Yeah, if you look at this lot, I mean, just panning down to the side i'm counting about 50 trucks that are here just on this side and then on the opposite side are heavy duty trucks yeah and heavy duty is another subject because i think most of these are actually cummins powered <laughs> yes. and of course there's something happening with cummins that we'll address in a little bit yeah uh, but I just wanted to say that this is truck country. We're in just north of Denver, Colorado, yeah. in, in Brighton. Yeah, actually, if you rotate your camera over your shoulder, you're going to be able to see the Rocky Mountains right there. Yes, um, and also, this is a little bit starting to be a little bit more rural. It's right? a lot more rural, my friend. Um, farms everywhere. Farms, ranches, and trucks are a big part of this, of course. And I think you will not find many two-wheel drive trucks here. No, in fact, I'm willing to bet that every single one of these is four-wheel drive. Yeah, I think we're going to show you like 300 trucks today. Yeah. <laughs> and I think none of them will be two-wheel drive. So you're wondering why in Colorado we talk about trucks often. Well, this is one of the reasons. All right, so let's, uh, let's talk about, first of all, what we're looking at. Yeah, so a lot of these trucks I've noticed, if you come over here, <clears throat> they're V8 powered. Yep. So there is another reason for this. Uh, of course, Ram offers a couple of different powertrains in the Ram 1500s, and of course the heavy duties we'll mention as well. Yep. But we're at high alt altitudes, high elevations. We're about a mile above sea level right now. Yep. And if you look, go to those mountains, you'll be two miles above sea level pretty quickly. Yep, yep. Um, this one has the e-torque, by the way, yes. which is not our favorite thing, but the Hemi, hey, it's been a solid engine, and it's one that's about to go away. Yeah, and you need power here at yeah. higher elevations. Which one's V8s? These Hemis are really big yep. here in Colorado and some other areas, of course, in the Rocky Mountain region. Because 395 horsepower, why not, dude, right? Yeah. And yeah. also this engine goes away. Well, that's my point. So uh, in the very near future, you guys are going to start hearing a lot about the SST or the... Uh, twin turbocharged i6 there's many different ways you can talk about that powertrain but it's the hurricane and that is coming yeah so the v8 is going to be discontinued after a few months once this inventory is done here's a truck that actually very similar to the one we used to own at tfl yep i missed that one yeah it's the red colored crew cab rem rebel um Let's see if we can find the price on this. Just come over here. It's, it's on stickers. the windshield. It's on the windshield here. I just want to kind of see, because this has almost every option, and I think it's a GT. <laughs> Why are you screaming? Because it says $81,000. 81670 Holy uh, st Sticker price. And this is Rem Rebel, and it's got Rebel uh, Level 2 equipment package. It's got, of course, the Hemi for 3000 plus. Rebel exterior side graphics, dual paint panoramic sunroof. It's pretty loaded, dude. Well, yeah. So you can get a Rebel for a lot less money, and thank God for that. Um, or you can get it for 81. Yes. Or you By the way, there are a lot of rebates, right? So first That's of all, true. there's manufacturer rebates. Then there is also sometimes dealership rebates because yep. if a truck's been sitting for a while, of course, it's going to get discounted. Yeah, and this is a good example of a lot that does a lot of, um, a lot that does a lot, see where I did it. Uh, this is a dealership lot that moves a lot of vehicles. And so yeah. they have a huge inventory. Um, so now let's focus on this heavy duty side really quick. Ah, okay. Uh, we were just walking and basically every truck we saw so far, which is about 10, have been Cummins powered. And let's keep moving. Another Cummins, Cummins. I think I, the only way you wouldn't see a Cummins 
would be if it was a power wagon, which I don't see many of those. Those things tend to move quickly. Well, here's one. Here's a 6.4 Hemi. Look at that. Um, and, the, and this is a Rebel. This is a heavy-duty Rebel, my friend. Ah. Um, one way to tell, of course, is the little, I believe this is non-functional hood scoop here um, at the front of the hood, um, and also tires. Let's see. Also, oh. there's no badge that says uh, Yeah, of course, there's no Cummins. badge that says Cummins, but... I don't remember if these Firestone tires are on all Ram Rebels or if this is just uh, a regular Ram truck, I think, with the uh, sport hood. Well, Andre, it. this one doesn't have a Cummins badge on it either. Oh, and this is kind of a basic, this could be like a Bighorn. Oh, the sticker is on the side. Let, yeah. Let's check it out. By the way, uh, uh, most of these trucks we're seeing right here are 2024s. So what's happening with Cummins? Well, so what is this one, Nathan? price on this one. This one's uh, 62. 62,995. Oh, it's a tradesman with a chrome package. So this is basically more basic heavy duty 2500 heavy duty truck. And so that's more reasonable, dude. 62 grand or 63 grand. Yeah, it, if you consider you know what it's competing against, yes. That so that's is. a six person configuration. There's a bench in the front, a bench in the back. So, of course, we'll, actually, it doesn't look that basic because of this chrome that's on the front of it. Not a big fan of chrome, to be honest with you, but I'll say this, the truck itself looks pretty good. Reminds me of ours. Uh, yeah, we do have a big horn, but with a sport package, kind right. of monochromatic, and the, and the Cummins. Black, blacked out look with the Cummins. So, what's happening with the Cummins? We just did a video, so check out OldTFL.com. We did part two of the Cummins Dieselgate 2.0, we're calling it. Yeah. Um, because Cummins agreed to pay a fine to the U.S. government for some uh, emissions issues. And now a lot of you guys have been sending us emails with recall information uh, that's mostly software that has to be tweaked. Uh, as far as we can tell, although we've been hearing reports that there's other stuff that may be happening as well. Yeah, for, for later trucks there may be some sort of a hardware that needs to be replaced or adjusted as well. But we haven't been able to uh, confirm that yet. Yeah, we don't have all the information because it's still kind of murky. Oh, I'm sorry, this is a Rebel, heavy duty Rebel. There Check it go. out. Yeah. So it's got the grill, it's got the beefy tires, it's got that same hood. Um, and um, of But you can get one of these with the Cummins if you want it. You can, yes. Okay. So I would say, what, how many uh, non-Cummins trucks we've seen? Maybe like five out of like 20, yeah. right? Yeah, So uh, here's six. A lot of, oh, this truck looks like ours. It, it looks just like our same oh. uh, wheel design and everything else, except this doesn't have the diesel. Yeah, and of course the uh, tow mirrors are now new. This came out in 2023, you know, um, so now this is a more high-tech mirror because it used to be a flip up or flip down. Yeah. Now it just extends this way, this way, and the folds, of course. I kind of miss the flip up thing. Oh, I really? Yeah, I kind of like that, it giving you a choice. Remember we tested that, whether or not one was more aerodynamic than the other in terms of its configuration. Um, so, let's move on to... A couple more comments oh, okay. I want to make really quickly uh, while we're wrapping up this kind of RAM section over here. So first of all, you and I did a podcast last time about sales information. Yes. And RAM wasn't doing so hot. In fact, in the full-size segment, it was one of the only brands that was actually declining in 2023. Yeah, we're not counting Nissan. Uh, but, um, yeah. well, actually, I think Nissan was actually growing because it, it, you know, it's about to go away. It's like 15,000 And people ran out to uh, buy some Nissan. A couple, yeah. Um, but I think the reason why Ram is down is not because there is no trucks on the lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's not the case. I think there may be something else in, 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 at play here, like competitive nature, pricing, features. Well, when's the last time a heavy-duty Ram has been fully updated? <sighs> well, I said the mirror was introduced last year. Wow, okay, really, the mirror, because if um, you're looking at a Ford, this whole section's been redone. What's under the hood has been redone. Yes. The underside has mostly been redone. The cab, well, this, this cab has been around for many, many years. It hasn't been redone. This on cab the is older than our cameraman. Wow. Well, not quite that old. <laughs> we don't. I don't want to disclose how old our, you know, twenty-five-year-old camera guy. Sorry, is. bro. Um, anyway, the the point is, is that one of my theories behind this vehicle and others like it 
having such poor sales strictly is based on the fact that they have not built anything new and everybody else has built something new. And also, Cole, can you come over here just for one more second? Um, Nathan, I want to make a comment about color, exterior color. So we're looking at, I want to say, a lot of really dark black trucks. We have a couple of white, we have a couple of blue, but mostly there's not a lot of pizzazz and color in this lineup that just we see right here right now. The heavy duty trucks I'm seeing like three red ones and two blue ones or whatever, but for the most part they're relatively boring colors. But that's not the same for the half-ton trucks in general. Normally, uh, Stellantis Ram has been really good about having really interesting colors that are provoking and bring you in. Uh, not so much with the ones that are over here, but we've seen a couple others that look pretty cool. Well, before we transition to Chevrolet and GMC, let's splash some more color. Let's walk this way just for a second. Okay. Because um, uh, this is not a car show. No, Andre, th these are cars. We do trucks. No, no, no. Uh, but I want to say uh, thank you and goodbye to the Challenger. The Challenger and Charger are being discontinued. And there's a Charger right here next uh, to you. Yes, and they have amazing colors. They really pop lime greens and oranges and purple and um, lots of color and also Nathan we just learned something about the 4xe system didn't we uh yeah do, do, let's just mention it let's really do quickly. it real quick because you know some of you guys who are truck fans do like jeeps and jeeps are in my book technically trucks even though we have them on the car channel but I want to see if you guys notice something that's very common amongst all of these Jeeps down here with the exception of this two-door. Yes. Uh, look at the, their bumpers. Yeah, look at their bumpers and look at the color of the tow hook. Do that you indicates anything? something that is, well, basically what you're looking at is the future. It's blue, blue, blue. And blue in the Jeep um, lineup right now for the tow hooks and some badging means 4xe, which is um, electrified plug-in. Yeah, it's a plug-in plug hybrid. Um, uh, but there's something happening in carb states, basically states like California and states that follow um, California Resource Board regulations, you know, right? Cafe numbers and whatnot, yeah. And is that dealerships like this one here at Johnson Auto Plaza are not allowed to stock. These are not sold orders. These are stock vehicles in the inventory. Uh, they're not allowed to stock non-hybrid Jeeps. Yes. Well. Wranglers. Wranglers specifically. Wrang Wranglers specifically. So uh, the same is in California and other um, ca uh, cafe states. The bottom line is that if you go online, you can order pretty much what you want. So if you want a V6 with a manual transmission, you could still do that online. However, dealerships, their allotments are only 4 by es Actually, we were talking about why is it that there's one that's not uh, a 4 by e and I think the only reason why is if you... It's uh, a two-door. Two-door. And they don't do a two-door 4 by e yeah. yet. Yes. So keep that in mind. Um, but I have a feeling that this is basically the very beginning of what you're going to be seeing a lot of. So. Yeah, so a couple of things as we keep walking through some Grand Wagoneers really quick, or okay. Wagoneers, is that, of course, the government wants to make an incentive, right, especially the CARB, California Resource Board, to uh, promote hybrids, right, and plug-in hybrids. Yep, and these they, are all plug-in hybrid vans, by the uh, way. Yeah, Pacificas. Yep. Um, and they also give uh, tax incentives to do so, but also it cuts choice, right, because if you're walking on a lot like this and you want a Jeep Wrangler, you may not be able to buy a regular one. Unless you order it, right? That is correct. And they're also pushing a lot of those, which are the Grand Cherokee 4xe's as well. In fact, um, th th there's All like the Trailhawks are now 4xe. Right, right. So you can't get a Trailhawk trim unless it's a 4xe with the uh, Grand Cherokee's, which is something we just learned today. Yeah, and if we kind of um, just take a look at the Wagoneer, the Wagoneer lost sales as well. Yeah. Uh, we reported on this a little bit ago. Um, and... And that is a truck. I mean, bottom line, it's a truck. Oh, it's, it's a Ram 1500 it, underneath. It's a Ram 15 underneath. Yeah. And, um, Other than the rear suspension, which is slightly different, of course. But basically, it is a truck. Yeah. And, you know, we've driven these. Uh, I, the only one I've driven had the big, uh, big V8 in it. And it was a hell of a great driving vehicle. An amazing interior. Very comfortable. But the aesthetics on the outside, a lot of people have had some issues with. And I can show you exactly what the problem is right now. Ready? 
What? Okay. Here's a Wagoneer or Grand Wagoneer. doesn't matter because they're yeah. the same in the front. See this? Yes. Now, ready? Follow me. Here we go. Over here. And same. Well, they look the same. You're pointing to Grand Cherokee now. Yes, I am. Well, here's my take. Um, it's okay to have family resemblance or strong, strong, strong family resemblance. Which is what they did over there, and I think they did a brilliant job with uh, the compass. That looks like it a little bit. They have a family resemblance, but you can tell, oh, that's a compass. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to spend a hundred grand plus on a luxury vehicle, do you want it to look like a vehicle that costs 60 grand, 50 grand? No, you don't. All right, well, let us know what you think. Yeah, sorry, I, I got to slip We're going to pause just for a second. Yep. And then let's check out the GM side. Oh, wait, dude, before we get to GM, <laughs> uh, we were walking by the Jeep section here, uh, another Jeep section, mm -hmm. and there's a couple of gladiators. Yeah, and these are actually kind of rare because uh, the two that you're going to see here both have manual transmissions. Now, recently, the manuals were recalled and uh, they replaced the clutches. The clutches were exploding from what we heard, uh, but they've got beefier ones and then they're supposed to be a lot better. So uh, this one's a Rubicon and then yeah. over there is a Willys. So it's obviously not a hybrid, V6, manual transmission, and there's a black one over here, uh, which is not a Rubicon, like you said. It's a Willys. But also look at the tires, really beefy tires, uh, skid, um, uh, rock sliders on the side. Yeah, well, the, the, the Willys, um, it, it's a really cool little upgrade because you go from the stock vehicle, and instead of having to add, say, you know, sixteen, seventeen thousand dollars in order to upgrade the vehicle to a certain point, you get a bunch of goodies, part of the package for the Willys. This is one of the vehicles I looked at a couple of years ago when the trim first came out and seriously considered it. But and Jeep is also having a little trouble uh, nationwide with sales of the Gladiator. So there's a 15% currently. So if you're watching this a year from now, it's not going to be the same. We don't know but, in a year from now. But 15% discount from the factory right now. 15%. And that's not counting the possibility of actually having another rebate or something like that at yeah. the uh, dealership as well. Yeah. Um, so this is about, what, 53, 54,000 sticker minus about $7,500. Now you're looking high 40s, which is actually a highly competitive price. That's the price it should be, Frank. Yeah. For a topless... A vehicle that you can remove the top and the doors and a well, 4 by 4 And this has the hard top too, which is, uh -huh. by the way, part of the option package as well because there's a soft top that comes standard. And the least expensive one of these would be the Sport, I believe, is yeah. what they're still calling it. And the cool thing about Gladiators is that if you get the Sport with manual transmission or even the automatic, you're still getting a 4 by 4 right out of the box and you're still getting this cab right out of the box. Yeah. There's all the cab, the beds, they're all the same throughout all of them. Um, but a lot of people would say, but if you buy a Gladiator, it's not the best truck in the class, true. And it's not the best Jeep in the class, true. But it's a neat mix of the two of them. And we've proven that these things are off-road capable as well. All righty, now let's move on to GM. Yeah. All right, so let's look at General Motors because they've actually had a really successful year in 2023 as far as sales across the country, in including half tons like this, Silverado, and also heavy-duty trucks. That's right. In fact, I believe combined, if you combine Chevrolet with GMC, they're number one. Yeah. Uh, yes. If you combine them, they're over the F-Series, which we'll see at the end of this podcast. That is correct. Uh, but here in this section of this um, lot, we have a combination of both Chevrolet and GMC, heavy-duty and light-duty. So we have a lot of good mix, and we can see a lot of different trucks here. Now, just off the top of my head, the least expensive one I found was essentially a work truck, uh, but it had uh, four-wheel drive and the 10-speed and everything else, and that was about $53,000. Okay, let me look at this blue one, because this is also one of our more basic ones. This is a Silverado. Well, it's a Z71 and those wheels and stuff. It's probably got a package or two on top yeah, of it. Yeah, this does have a few packages. Um, this has got a 5.3-liter V8, and this one is at $61,000 sticker price. It is a Z71, of course, like you said. Um, so if you want those more affordable trucks, we've seen a couple, yeah. right? And we're actually going to show you some work trucks in the commercial side. Yes, we are. Uh, but you may have to order one, right? Yep. And get exactly, you know, the color, maybe the options, the choices, the tire packages. You can order one and you'll have to wait. 
maybe several months. <laughs> Possibly. But you can still get what you want. Well, let's have a look at a couple of the other trucks that we have here, only because some of you guys have been asking questions about, should I buy a half-ton truck or should I buy you know, a one-ton truck? Right. And it's, it's one of the bottom lines is price, but you'd be surprised how close some of these big well, boys that's heavy duties come to these half tons well do you want to check this white heavy duty chevy and i'll check the price over here or this z71 well this is going to be yeah. expensive on there because it's z71 and it's okay so this one here yeah eighty-seven thousand dollars. um andre's not what'd you, quite, what'd you find there uh eighty-seven thousand so dollars. no you're, way you're, yeah that denali ultimate light duty gmc yeah is 87. Okay, well, I, actually, that proves the point then. <laughs> that you can, but what I was trying to do is find one that was less expensive, which um, there are a couple here. I mean, if you turn the camera around, you're going to see a lot of trucks here, and we're not going to be walking through every single one that's here. Oh, is this the work truck you found here? Yes. It's got Steelys right yes, there. Yes, that's what drew me to it. I love Steelys. Take a look. So this is a little bit more simple. It does have the X31 so this, GMC package. Right. So this, has the, so this is a 4x4. Um, and it's, remember, it's the GMCs. The GMCs tend to have a little bit more, I don't know, glamour. Uh, I can't see. So it's oh, got the 5.3. Yeah, 53,000 after everything. Right, but you know, it, what if you got the four-cylinder turbo? Yeah, you are gonna, well, it's $1,600 less, so you can still get it a little bit cheaper. Yeah, yeah, you course. can start working your way down. I would love to have one of these for under 50 would be nice. Right. Oh, but I see something. Can we walk here just for a second? Because oh, we, we tested the uh, 84X AEV editions and also the Bison trucks. And I was wondering, when are they going to hit the dealership? Yeah. And it's now. At what point in my conversation when I said keeping things cheap did you miss? Because that's not what this is. Oh, is this a cheap uh, segment? This is no, not a cheap it's segment. it's not a cheap segment. But this, this, yeah, this is $104,000. Well, yeah, this is everything. This is the ultimate GMC 84X off-road heavy duty with a diesel and AV package with the skid plates and the bumpers. Yeah. Now, if you guys remember, we recently did some videos featuring basically this truck. Um, in a different color. Yeah. In a different color. And they are remarkably good. Obviously, you're getting what you pay for and then some. But uh, the other side of it is it's twice the price of this one. All right. It's basically, uh, yes, twice the price. Yeah, you can buy two of these basically, for one of those. Pretty much. All right, let's keep moving a little bit further. All right. You have to duck. So the other thing, of course, Ram does not currently sell a mid-size pickup. GM does. Yes. So they have the Colorado, the new one, of course. They have the new Canyon that's been redesigned. And here's one example. Here's a Colorado. I, of course, also own one. I have a Trail Boss. This one has cruise control. No, please. I couldn't help it. Okay. <laughs> How much is this? This uh, is a Z71. Yeah, it's the Z71. Why are you looking at that? I want to look at this because I'm kind of curious for those who want to save a buck. Oh, two-door. Yeah, which you're not seeing very many of these unless, of course, you go to fleet sales. And we're going to talk about fleet sales in a second. Now, this one looks like it's, this has got the eight speed. So if it has the eight speed, that means it's probably it's the It's a turbo. Yeah. So this has the four cylinder turbo. Oh yeah, the turbo, turbo max, yep. So. 47 grand. Yep. For a four by four. Yeah, it's a four by four and it has a, a bench seat in there so you can hold up the three. And it, but it also has, this is interesting, Andre. What? It has the multi-gate or whatever you call it. Oh, no way, so it's optioned with a yeah. fancy tailgate? Yeah, look at this. And it's bedlined. So this is a little bit of a strange duck. This may have been an order that somebody didn't take for some reason. Or maybe they're not here yet. Yeah, so we're touching out. somebody's rig. That oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. So it's interesting to find these types of rigs. And the thing is, is that this pricing puts this competitive with a lot of these midsize trucks. It's also the shorter bed option. Look, so this is like a six foot ten. Uh, right next to it is an eight footer. Look yeah. at this. Look at the size um, of the so this is an eight-footer, which is most of these work trucks will actually come with an eight-foot that's, bed. That's what I was curious about because, so this could actually make an interesting platform for an off-roader. I mean, that's kind of, this is in my wheelhouse. Yeah, so right? if you could lift this up a little bit, this shorter one, uh -huh. this is basically a stubby. 
and GM speak. This is exactly the same truck except for the bed. Uh-huh. Um, and it doesn't have all the goodies on it. Yeah. Uh, but it still has the Turbo Max. And this one is 45. Well, now we're talking. Now we're now, talking. Now we're getting yes. down to the prices. See, guys, we would find something that was yes. a little bit less expensive. All right, let's look at a couple more, and then we're going to move on, right? Yeah. So they do have a couple of Colorados we just walked by. So those are coming, but I haven't seen the Colorado Bison at the, any actually any dealership yet. I really like these AT4Xs. I know they're, oh. you know, it, these half-ton AT4Xs uh, kind of tick all the boxes for me. Sorry guys, uh, I should point out that this is happening live <laughs> outdoors in the real world. Yeah. So you're gonna hear trains, a lot of horns. Apparently everybody sets off an alarm every two minutes. When we film. And then of course, exhaust braking. But so. that was a proper Jake break, my Ooh, friend. Ooh, this one's got the nice piping on the interior, and this one's uh, way, 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 way out of my reach. Eighty-three thousand. What's this about eighty-three thousand dollars? It just seems to. Oh, okay. So yeah, let's uh, look. I'm, at... I'm not used to say eighty when I'm talking about pickups. <laughs> I know, you right? Know? Exactly. Uh, so there are a couple others that are here, but um, what does this say about the nature of the business? Right. Well, the nature of the business, and I think the good place to close out is uh, this section is this. Um, I'm, we're looking at the chrome grill, right? All right. So a lot of these trucks we just walked by are Denali's yep. or 84X's yep. or off-road packages. Yeah, they have uh, higher and trims. Yes, like we said in the beginning of this podcast, we're a little bit biased because this is Colorado. This is 4x4 country. Exactly. This is also a little bit more rural. So, but... A lot of what it's stock and a lot of what people are buying are actually higher optioned pickup trucks. So the optics from the perspective of the automaker is keep building these because people keep buying them, right? Yeah. And of course, we were talking to the guys here, right, right. At, at Johnson Auto Plaza, and they said it's still a huge challenge, right? Because, yes, people can always order, right? They welcome that, of course. Yeah. But for them to stock their lot is becoming more and more challenging with all the shortages and all the shutdowns and all this thing because they're trying to predict your, your, what you guys want, but then also have to struggle with delivering those here, right? Exactly. So if you look at an awful lot of these trucks, they're white. And these are not the ones that are used in fleets. These are, these are sold directly to the public. Uh, so we're going to go into fleets, which yeah. you're going to see a sea of white. Yes, let's, yeah. let's, let's touch on that because people might wonder what's going on there. Exactly. Of course, we also follow full-size van segment. Right. And it's been growing, dude. In 2023, we didn't touch on it last podcast, but the Ram Promasters that we're looking at now have grown significantly. Also, Ford Transit vans that we'll show you in a minute grew by a huge amount as well. I wonder if part of that has to do with the fact that Ford Transit Connects no longer exists and also Ram Promaster Cities no longer exist. Yeah, but also, uh, and we read your comments and questions, so thank you. By the way, um, Don Manahan recently submitted a question and it took me about a week to respond to him, so sorry, Don, for, for kind of the delay there. Okay, Don, in Andre's defense, he juggles more than any human being at TFL. Well, well you do. Okay, thank, I appreciate it. But um, well, actually, he had a question Case that does I, more than you. Or maybe even Alex. Alex does Maybe more Cole. Than you. Cole does more than Cole, you. Cole, yeah. Um, he had a question about Range Rovers. Yeah. So I replied to you, Don. So thank you for your question. But a lot of your questions have to do with, I can't buy a van. I've been looking everywhere. So why are there 40, 20 vans we just saw? Ah. There's an answer to that, right? There is indeed. So what you're looking at there many of those vans actually have already been sold. So they are going to be shipped out to various companies, their fleet vans. Also, many of those vans have just come in and they're in the process of being sold. So that's the other part of it. Yeah. And then some of those vans, oh my God, they still build this, the Express? <laughs> yes. This one really is older than our cameraman. <laughs> yes. So I, I think Cole was probably born next to one of these because it was used to be brand new back then as well or because of one of these <laughs> i'm sorry i couldn't help it i'm sorry okay so um the van inventory is a is a fickle thing because they do go out to a lot of fleets individual van sales are a completely different thing however there is something we should mention about ram at least here at this place and that is up oh, there's a ram right there behind you yep hi guys um fleet sales 
in general stay fleet sales. Usually they don't transfer if they don't sell them to sell to individuals. Oh, that's, that's GM. But yes, that is GM yeah. here. However, with Ram, Ram over there. Ram over there and Ram over here. Yep, and there's Ram behind you. Yeah. Um, it can. So in some cases, at least with Ram, if the inventory that's going to a fleet sale doesn't work out, they can actually send that over to individuals and sell them. Yeah, and also Johnson Auto Plaza is one of the largest, in, the, in Colorado, one of the largest fleet either delivery places or fleet sales places as well. They're not paying us to say this, I swear to God, I even asked for a free cup of coffee, they no, said no. No, 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 we're not being paid. Uh, but um, it's really it's, easy if you don't know the business to walk by here, right, and say the industry is in crisis, trucks are sitting and wasting away. That's kind of it, the point of this whole podcast too, really. Yeah, it's not a crisis. <laughs> no, no. They, they move thousands of these per year here so it's not a crisis their it's fleet just, sales alone last yeah. year was like 2,000 sold and another yeah. 2,000 that they were moving. delivered yeah right so you're, you're gonna hear and see a lot of people doing doomsday which is clickable I get it and you know showing a car on fire and just you know you'll never be able to order these again because nobody can sell them anymore that's not necessarily true so do your due diligence do your research before you get sucked into that void because frankly speaking it's not entirely true Boy, it's tempting. Um, I want to buy like several of these. <laughs> um, yeah, me too. Can you humor me for one more minute? I, I humor you all the time. It's my job. Oh, okay. Um, because I see some tradesmen and some work trucks over here. And we talked about simple vehicles. And look at that. A crew cab, Ram Heavy Duty with a blocked out bumper and nice steelies. You know, that looks attractive, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, God, don't just I know what you're doing so what he's doing folks for those of you who don't know is Andre likes to tempt people at TFL with sales and deals that he's found yeah uh, and weaken us so we actually go out and buy a truck and get divorced so I <laughs> would rather avoid doing that he nearly got producer uh, Zach yeah to buy it was really uh, close by the, by the way it wasn't really my intention I just told wasn't I just, your intention. I just showed him a deal and he almost walked out and bought it he was so close he was he was getting us to talk him down and you didn't talk him okay, down very well hold on a second let me let me look at this price right because this is basically a four-wheel drive crew cap Ram 2500 with a Hemi and just about $60,000 with like $7,000 of options. Okay. So if you didn't have all the options, you could bring it into the low 50s. Well, that was my point earlier, yeah. is that you're, you're starting to get to the point to where, do you want to go half ton? Do you want to go full, you know, to something heavy like duty. this, yeah. heavy duty, and that the price disparity isn't that bad. And look, um, there's a couple of basic work um, GMCs and some others. And you could see there's trucks as far as the eye could see, really. Right. Towards the mountains. So they're not having a problem getting the inventory in here. The biggest issue may come up in the near future in terms of options that you guys want. And I think that's an important point. Perhaps we should quickly touch on that. Yeah. So one of the things we were recently told is that the upcoming Ram, if you get, is it the... This is the 2500... I'm no, sorry, no, no, this is the 2025 Ram 1500, the next generation right. that we've been talking about in the big horn, which is Their not volume the tradesman, seller. but the one above the tradesman right. in the volume seller. Right. Currently, they're only allowed to order those with a V6 Pentastar. But remember, we're living in Colorado, so um, non-turbocharged still okay engine it's an okay engine but until you start going up there and you, you can't really tone the mountains with that engine very not successful and that that is one of the issues so the uh everything from carbon everything else you can blame whoever you want there's a point to this which is that you have to make sure that the vehicle you're looking for is actually going to be there so if you wanted the hurricane read this sst you'd probably have to go to a different trim level like in order a laramie to, right and also wait a little bit because those are not going to be like immediately produced exactly right. so keep that in mind all right so now i think it's time maybe we could uh, snap our fingers and magically get transformed to a ford yeah you, you want to snap it at the same time Ready? yes one two three bam i didn't snap snap and now we are with ford 
through the miracle of modern television, we are now at the Ford dealership. Now, here's the important part about this. Ford has also done very well in 2023. Their sales were, well, second, basically, to General Motors, but still. And also growing. Yes, year over year, they've yes. grown. However, there have been a lot of things going on, and once again, a lot of chatter on the internet about certain things going wrong or certain vehicles not selling, and we do have some interesting information. Yes, uh, we just spoke uh, to General Manager here as well. Uh, we are at BrightonFordColorado.com, so JohnsonAutoPlaza.com and BrightonFordColorado.com. They're that, not paying us. Yeah, they're not paying us. That's the only plugs they're going to get, I promise. Yes, uh, but we're thankful for information that they provided us and also uh, being able to look at some vehicles. We're standing next to a Ford Maverick, the new one, and many times on our podcast, we've said this is a hot truck, hot, hot, hot. Well, we've proven it because we have the numbers and yes. they've, they've grown. They're growing. However, and they actually have like three of them on the lot. Yeah, but do you notice they all have the same paint job? Yes, what yeah. is up with that? Yeah, so they all have the same paint job. Now, this is not the top of the line, but it's definitely one of the higher end ones. So this is around $38,000. Yeah. Is, you know, it's got the Pro 4X package and the, uh, what is it, the, the Laramie package or the Lariat package? Or La Lariat, yep. And this one, sticker price is around $38,000. So it's true. I mean, these are still pretty popular vehicles. Uh, they don't have a lot of them here on the Three. lot. And the ones they have are basically higher trim levels, which are more expensive Mavericks. But that brings up an interesting point. So we were talking about, you know, what about these higher end trucks selling? And it turns out that uh, at least at this lot, and this is, we're using this as a litmus test. So other lots I'm pretty sure are in a similar, you know, situation. Yeah. Um, they're selling a lot of their F-150s with the higher trim levels, the more expensive yeah. ones, right? In fact, according to the general manager here, there are no Platinums or Kuhn wrenches that we'll find today, which is crazy. Let's look at these transit vans ah. because this is another segment that's growing. Uh, we can see the numbers. And by the looks of this, Nathan, what they have like 10 of them here, there's so many transit vans that come on down and buy uh, one right. Uh, uh, but these are all used. Yes, so here's what's happening. Transits, so big, here's what I think has happened because we don't have data on this, but I think big delivery companies like Walmart, Amazon, Amazon FedEx, DHL, UPS, you name it, are buying a lot of commercial vans. Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. Um, King Supers. Oh, yeah. Costco. Yep. Um, and for you and I, for you and I, like private consumers, there's no vans to be had. Not on dealership lots. Right. So what does Brighton Ford do? Well, they actually have an inventory here because they build it up themselves, go out and buy some used ones. Maybe they're trading with some other dealer, right? Something like this. Or in many cases, they have to buy out of state and bring them in here. And that's a lot of extra expense, by the way. And you, the consumer, you know, you guys feel that pinch in your wallet. But here's the good news. Some dealerships are able to do stuff like this. So at least those people who need it for a company, you know, if you have your own private plumbing company or whatever, electrician, or you are still able to buy a van. And a lot of these I see right here are shuttle companies. In fact, this one right behind us is also equipped with a handicap um, rear gate. So you can carry, you know, many, many people in this van. And the price reflects that. First of all, it's a hot commodity. Yep. You can never find it anywhere. Second of all, it, you know, it's got a turbocharged engine. A lot of these are all-wheel drive. And this one um, stickers here at 89,000. Okay, I mean, uh, I, I have no idea if that's competitive or not, but I have but, a feeling that in this class it is. Yes, and because you can't find many of these, that's why. Yep. There's a motorhome. Yep. Well, this isn't a motorhome, actually. It's like a conversion van. It's a conversion van. It looks like it has passenger uh, capacity for six. And it's an Explorer company. Yeah, Explorer. and it's about half the price of the other one we were just looking at. But let's talk about F-150 because obviously one of their hottest sellers, F-150s. And Super Duties. And Super Duties. Yeah, um, and pardon, pardon right some semis that are coming down yeah. because we are near the highway again. So this is the best selling nameplate in the United States yep. still, even though GM combined outsells them. If you talk about names, F-Series is the best selling. Yeah, this is one of my favorites. I love these tremors. Let me see here. We're looking at the F-150 tremor right now. A lot of these trucks are either gray, black, or silver, or white. This is once again, seems to be the theme 
of color choices and why can't we have like brighter colors like yellows and blues and purple? Well, uh, there's a couple of reasons, but it's 73,000 on this one and change. Okay, so is this, do you know, did you say it was a V8? Can you look what the engine is? Put the fat guy between the two trucks that are close together. Of course he will. <laughs> uh, alrighty, so this one has the 3.5 liter uh, V6. Oh, so it's EcoBoost. a EcoBoost, okay. That is correct, Amundo. Alrighty, so these trimmers are still very, very popular. Uh, and I'm glad, you know, they're in stock. There's a, here's another one in a silver. I like this brighter color a little bit I better. I do too, actually. You and I both agree um, on that. So on the other side, we have Super Duties, and there's still many different kinds. They have, of course, they have Duallys, they have 450s sometimes, they have 250s, 350s, and the rest. Um, so a huge selection of those trucks. But look at what we have here. Now, there's not a lot of these here. In rural communities, uh, according to uh, the person we just talked yeah. to, uh, these do not sell well and they are not very popular, which makes sense, of course, because this is an area where long distances are needed in terms of driving. Yeah, you're traveling 100 miles, maybe a day, maybe more. This is much more of a city truck in my mind, yeah. you know, other than you know, being out here in the middle of the country where there's farms and all that. So with that being said, only a few of these on the lot. And also, we did not see any electric Silverados at the other place. Yeah. We did not see any Hummers at the other place. Nope. So, uh, there are a couple of Lightnings here, so that's interesting to note. Ooh, some nice um, color. And once again, we're seeing a lot of XLTs. I think most of the trucks we just walked by are actually XLTs, which is their most popular trim, just above the work truck. Normally, yes, that would be the case. However, as I said, they're astonished by how many of the much higher trims they are actually selling right now. Yeah, that's why they're not here, actually, because they're selling out very, very fast. Exactly. Another Lightning. Exactly. And there's one over and there. And there's another Lightning. And this one is a Platinum. So, so, and by the way, they just washed some, some of these trucks. You can see some water. Uh, let's look at the price on this one, because this is going to be steep. I was worried that Andre's OCD was going to kick in. He was going to start drying every truck here. I might dry it. Ninety-four thousand nine hundred and ninety. Yeah. Um, so this is the top price for a Lightning, the most optioned luxurious truck. By the way, Lightning um, is still eligible for tax incentives. Yeah. Like we talked about the four by E mm -hmm. Jeeps. Yeah. The Wranglers are eligible. Yeah. So is this. Right. Ooh, white tremor. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's nice. That's looking pretty good too. So I think what um, we can say with some certainty at least by going to these dealership lots is the fact that yes there are a lot of vehicles that are on these lots but i'm willing to bet money that if you come back here in a week or two yeah. most of these are going to be gone a lot and of the new ones will arrive and right? the new ones will arrive yeah. a lot of dealerships like to move things before 100 days there's sort of a staple in the industry saying get rid of them by then or else we start losing more money well, on because them. you have to rebate them or you have to Actually, your money is locked up in that, That's right? exactly it. Because you want freedom to buy something else and keep moving, right? Right, exactly. So, Dude, we have three Raptors? Well, holy And Toledo. more used ones. Yeah. Okay. So we've got... Actually, I think all three of these are used. I think you're right. When it says low mileage, that tends to say used. Yeah. <laughs> but still, I mean, they look in almost brand new condition. Right. Um, basically unmodified. That's pretty sweet. This is a little bit more of a basic one, this red one. Let me take a look. They're still pretty hot. This one is 88,000. <sighs> so this is near where the stock ones are. I mean, yeah. the factory one, the, the brand new ones are. I wonder if that one's a new one. No, that one's used too. That one's used first-gen Raptor as well. Oh, yeah, with slight modifications. All right, well, let's finish up over here because yeah. it's kind of loud over there. So there's one other item that we discussed, uh -huh. um, which is when something is scarce, for example, Nissan announced that the Titan is going away, right? right. And like last episode, we said that sales of the Titans are going up and up and up. Yep. Relatively speaking. Which which they are. Which they are. And also the same thing is true with Raptors, some Mavericks, yep. transit vans, and some Platinum and King Ranch trucks. That is true. Now this is the beginning of 2024. Bear in mind that everything is back on the table. Nothing is for sure. We do not know where this market's going to go. We know UAW is now pretty much all cleaned up in terms of the strike. So that should yeah. be over. We know 
pandemic issues, gone. We know most of the parts issues have been resolved. That should mean that you get more choice at many dealerships, but it doesn't mean that that's all completely been solved. Right, exactly. And um, like we said, only three Mavericks still. So, and transit vans are almost non-existent here. Although, you know, they, they're, they're here because they make a, a special effort to uh, get more vans over here. Right, but maybe that says something about the industry. Maybe, maybe we're gonna see more vans in the future. Different variations and actually, of them. Actually, manufacturers like Ram, Jeep, GM, and Ford, I mean, all of the ones we looked at, if they can deliver more products, I think they'll sell everything right now, right? I think that Because there's of, still a lot of hunger for some of these vehicles. That's exactly what it comes down to. So I, the doom and gloom guys out there, I think that maybe they're a little premature. Yeah. And perhaps you guys should do a little bit of your due diligence before jumping on the bandwagon and you know, saying the sky is falling. I just want to look at a couple of prices here really quick. Okay. So humor me for one more minute. Go get them, Andre. Well, because we looked at Ram prices and, G and GM. So let me look. So this is a F-250. Is he still He's still talking. <laughs> F-250 Power Stroke. Yeah. 86890 By the way, remember the Silverado diesel you looked at was very similar. Yeah, about 83, I 80, think. Or 87-ish. Was it 87? Oh, that one of, one of yeah. the ones you looked at. So I think they're dollar for dollar, basically very similar to each other as far as equipment, pricing, capability. Yeah, I'd say they're comparable. So, and I, I like more bright colors here on the Super Duty side. More reds, more, you know, kind of bright colors. That's interesting. That must be indicative of either the region or the truck market in general, I as far as these colors. These colors, based on the fact that Ford may give them a little bit more choice, uh, considering the volume that they produce, maybe that makes it a little easier for them to get different colors. Yeah, so there you have it. And of course, you know, if you like this video or if you don't like it, let us know. Please do <laughs> in the comments below. Uh, and if you want to see a little bit more of that, maybe about SUVs or cars, let us know as well because we can we can, of course, expand on this in the future if, we, if you guys want. Absolutely. Guys, have a great week. We'll be seeing you next time. See ya. Thank you. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.